from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Happy morning, good morning, good Thursday to the people of everywhere, Central New York, Upstate New York, up and down the East Coast, Midwest, West Coast, outside of the country, wherever you may be, you're listening to the show, and I appreciate that, and I thank you so much for that. We have had listeners in Spain, England, Germany. Russia, no, they did not do anything with the election on my show, (laughs) on my show, my show. We didn't have an election on my show, so they couldn't tamper with it. But Russia, Mexico, Canada, everywhere, thank you, as well as people that have listened in in the great states of New York, Florida, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Vermont, North Carolina, South Carolina, where else can I go here, Texas, all over the place. Georgia, thank you so much for paying attention to the show, and thank you for all that you have done by just clicking live or clicking on the like button on Wake Up Call DT on Facebook, you know, facebook.com backslash Wake Up Call DT, or, kick, or clicking follow on Twitter at Call DT, or on Instagram at Dan Tortora Media. Whatever you have done, however you have done it, thank you so much. I truly, honestly, appreciate it. It means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. As well as those who have hit subscribe on youtube.com backslash wakeupcalldt. And for all of those that have gone out to all of the beautiful companies that I've had the opportunity to partner with in the community. Thank you to everybody that's gone out to each of these companies and supported these companies. I really do appreciate this. So thank you for all you have done. I really, really, honestly appreciate it. So to, and you can see all the companies that I'm proud to work with and all the great people on wakeupcalldt.com's homepage, literally right under the live feed and the total access content. You see Central New Yorkers support yourselves by buying local at these phenomenal partners in business. Click on the logos below for direct links and you got them all there. So my whole team is right there hanging out supporting, being good, working hard, show them some love, show them some love, really appreciate it. So to all of you this morning, thank you. Thank you for going out to game show night every Thursday, like tonight at Manja Italian Grill that's soon to be Muddy Waters again. Thank you for coming out for those events every Thursday, game show night. It's something new, never been done before in Central New York, making it new, making it interesting, making it different. That's what we do. Thank you for those of you that have come out and played game show night. It's Family Feud meets Pictionary. It's a ton of fun, and I appreciate it, and I hope to see you tonight and every Thursday at 7 p.m. at Manja, which is now becoming Muddy Waters again, to Oswego Street in the village of Baldwinsville. I want to thank everybody that comes out for Wake Up Call Live Trivia at 7 p.m. at Sales Restaurant in Baldwinsville. I want to thank all of you that come out for the pregame shows that I do with Syracuse football and upcoming with Syracuse men's basketball. I thank you for coming out to Lee's and Staggerwald and for going to get my wake-up call nachos 
any day of the week at Lee's and Sagerwald. You can go get them today or any day of the week right on 117 East Fayette Street in downtown Syracuse. So go out and do that. To Utica Pizza Company, where I had the Wake Up Call Chicken Riggy Pizza number one pick. To the morning menu brought to you by the Market Diner, and you can get the Dan Tortora Special Belgian Waffle Cut in Half filled with a bacon, egg, and cheese omelet. To going out and getting my Sunday at Carvel DeWitt, 4322 East Genesee Street in DeWitt, New York, with cookie dough pieces and caramel swirl as my signature Sunday at Carvel. Exclusively at Carvel DeWitt. Any of that. Thank you for those of you that go out and support the companies. I don't just work with companies to work with companies. I work with companies that I feel like do good in the community, care about the community, support the community, want to see the community excel. And one of those companies I'm so gracious to have partnered with is in Oswego with Green's Ale House and Grill. And that's where we're going to start the show this morning. I had the absolute pleasure, honor to be at Green's Ale House and Grill this week. And I got to do a show with Dan Kane, who's the head coach of the Oswego State Lakers men's soccer team. And Dan Kane's in his first season. Man's only 35 years old, making it happen. I'm 31. I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm about to be 32. This man's 35 years old. He's a young cat going out there and doing good things for Oswego. I appreciate that. We had a lot of fun at the show. And as you know, for those of you that come out to the show live, you get to hear it and see it first. Shake hands with coach. Talk with us ask questions during the show, and then everybody that missed the show, you get to hear the replay of that show because the coaches are great, and I want you to hear it, and I want you to be a part of it. So if you couldn't make it out this Tuesday, you're going to hear from Dan Kane. But I suggest that you make it out. Every single month we're going to be at Green's Ale House and Grill with a different coach doing the exclusive Oswego Coaches Show live from Green's Ale House and Grill on 104 West Bridge Street in Oswego, proudly brought to you by Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. This month was the first one of this season. The second season of this series started with Dan Kane, and you're going to hear from Dan Kane this morning. So if you missed the show, then you get to hear it right now. And for everybody that came out and everybody that was a part of it and the great people I got to meet at the bar and hanging out, people that came and got some dinner, Thank you so much for what you did by coming out to Greens, and I hope y'all go out to Greens tonight, tomorrow, the weekend, all of that, and then come see us when we do the live show. Greens has absolutely phenomenal wings. They've won awards. Caribbean Jerk Wings they just came out with. I had them on Tuesday during the show. They were awesome, so make sure you come out and get yourself involved with that, and then come out to the live shows each month and support Oswego State. Because I have exclusive show with us, we state, for the sole purpose of supporting those coaches, supporting those student athletes, supporting alumni, supporting the entire student body, the administration, and the beautiful, beautiful place that is Oswego. So if you didn't come out to the show, we look forward to seeing you next month. If you came out to the show, we look forward to seeing you next month. Dan Kane is going to be up next in just a moment. You're going to hear from the Oswego State Lakers head coach who has started his team off with six wins, two losses, and a tie, playing very well in the Oswego Classic as well as the Vermont Tournament. And he's got a game coming up very shortly here, and you will hear from him in just a moment after this fast break on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. If you're listening in and you're not a member, 
make sure you join during this fast break. Members get to chat with me in the live chat room, as well as you get emailed when the show goes live, so you'll never miss a live broadcast again. Thank you so much for your support. Coming up next is Dan Kane from Green's Ale House and Grill in Oswego, the exclusive home to the Oswego State Lakers Coaches Show, presented by Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. This is a Wake Up Call Fast Break. Hey, Wake Up Call listeners, this is Tom Taylor, owner of Sammy Malone's, located at 2 Oswego Street in Baldwinsville, New York, overlooking the beautiful Seneca River. We proudly open our doors to you seven days a week, beginning at 11 a.m. daily, with free parking. Whether it's game day, after work drinks, or a meal with family and friends, we are honored that you come visit us. Call 315-635-5407 for parties and catering. I'll see you at Sammy Malone's, home of the best sandwich in Beeville. Hi, this is Domenico Vitali, owner of Giovanni's Formalware, where you look great and feel even better with our renowned tailoring and alteration services on any suit or any tuxedo from anywhere. Call 315-455-8729. That's 315-455-8729. Stop in locally on Route 11 in North Syracuse next to the Ponderosa Plaza where you can choose your style, get fitted, and tailored, all at Giovanni's Formalware. I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or HondaCity-CNY.com. It would be a pity if you don't shop at Honda City. For all of us that have always wanted our favorite restaurant to come to us, it's now a reality in Central New York with It's a Utica Thing, with Utica Pizza Company bringing their wonderful recipes that they've handed down through generations to you, to your events, to your business, to your home. It's a Utica Thing, proudly bringing Utica Pizza Company on wheels to your location. Call 315-738-8946. That's 315-738-8946 to bring Utica Pizza Company to your doorstep with It's a Utica Thing. All right, it started here in the conversation with Dan Kane of Oswego State Lakers men's soccer team in his first season. Myself, Dan Tortora, wake-up call with Dan Tortora. We'll be live on location once a month here at Green's Alehouse House and Grill with coaches from the Oswego State Lakers programs. And so we're going to start off things in our second season here in Oswego by speaking with Dan Kane. And Dan, first and foremost, you have a great first name. I appreciate that. Number two, you've had a great start to your season so far, and you were able to get your first win as the Oswego head coach in your first game. So first and foremost, congratulations on the start, and happy to have you here tonight. Thanks for uh, having me here. Uh, uh, also, thanks for the for the shout out on the name. It's something I have a lot of pride in, and uh, uh, excited uh, about the name and the season. When you look at that first game of this season, you know, just getting the team ready, getting everybody going, prepared with a new coach. When you walk into a situation 
where you have to be that new voice, that new leader. How quickly do you feel like the team responded to you in a positive way? I was really fortunate that, that uh, I got hired uh, at the beginning of April. So I had the whole spring season um, uh, with the team. So at the Division Three level, we have traditional and non-traditional seasons. And so uh, I had 15 practices with the returning players, um, and they were really, really um, uh, great practices in terms of just getting some of the things that we wanted to do in place. Um, and then once once preseason started, uh, you know, the guys had kind of been through the motions before and, and were used to the, the tempo of our practice. And, and so we were able to, uh, from day one, you know, start, start to get after it. When you look back on that first moment of coming onto campus at Oswego, what do you remember about that first moment of walking on campus? Yeah, the, number one is, is is the beauty of it. You know, it, it stands apart to me from any of the other SUNY schools uh, with with just how beautiful it is, and, and certainly the sunsets and and the constant views of the of the lake. Um, but but the the beauty of the campus stood out to me, and and uh, as a coach, I had, had coached uh, against uh, Oswego State, and the other thing that stuck out to me was just the really nice student athletes here and we when we played uh Oswego, you know I, I just remember thinking to myself man they're, they're really nice kids there so uh it was good to good to think of that and when coming back here and, and finally getting on campus how did the dominoes fall for this opportunity for you speaking here with dan kane the head coach of the Oswego state lakers men's soccer team and myself dan tortora how did all the dominoes fall in place for you to be here and be with this team right now? I, th I think my uh, family was looking for some stability, uh, and we were looking for a place to. We have a young, some young kids, and so we were looking for a place to, to settle in and, and have some roots. And um, uh, and so we were kind of looking at some different op op opportunities. And uh, w when this became available, um, you know, I knew pretty much right away that that I would love to have the opportunity. Um, and, and so after through the interview process and, and when Sue called me and, and offered me the job, it was, you know, yes right away um, without hesitation. Can you compare this? I know you talked about Maryland and how much, you know, Maryland has meant to you off the air. We, we discussed that really quickly, but... Is there any semblance, any parallels between Maryland and, and Oswego? Yeah, 100%. My uh, my parents uh, taught in the in the Maryland State School System at Salisbury University, and and so I grew up in a community very similar to this. You know, there's 7,000 students at Salisbury. You know, about the same here, and um, so I grew up going to to every sporting event I could you know go to and and supporting uh, Salisbury University, and so having the opportunity. To, to be at uh, Oswego in a place that felt familiar to me was, was really important. And uh, you know, I've certainly enjoyed it uh, in the few months I've been here. When you look at, like you said, you had those opportunities with the team and the practices that you had to get ready and get prepared for the season. What did you feel? when? What was your first impression when you came in, you met the student-athletes, kind of, of what you were getting when you started practicing, started seeing what you had on the field? Was it something that impressed you? Did you expect to have what you had? I mean, what can you say about what you 
had here that you didn't necessarily recruit in? I mean, there's these guys who were already here. Yeah, uh, uh, I think from from day one, I was I've been impressed by the guys, um, and and they had a real hunger and urge to to get better and 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 uh, and to win and to to be cohesive and and I think to have a new voice too, and um, and so that that provided me an opportunity to to you know teach and and learn from them and. Um, uh, you know the relationship's just been fantastic, uh, and, and I will say, you know, I recruited some of those uh, the, the current players on Oswego State to my previous institution, but I just couldn't get them, and so I, I did know some of the guys um, coming in into the job, and uh, I knew there were some really good players here, so uh, that was obviously uh, appealing to me as well. Is it the kind of the irony of it all is that you missed them in recruiting the first time around, and then you got the job, and and essentially you were the one recruited in. And and now you got these guys back. So, you know, has there has there been any jokes between you and some of the student athletes of I didn't catch you the first time around, but I got you now. Yeah, I think so. You know, I, uh, Connor Lundusky is, is one of our um, certainly one of one of the SUNYAC's best players, and uh, I think everybody recruited him. But uh, you know, he chose Oswego State. His brother was at Oswego State, and um, he's had a good career here. He's a senior now, and um, you know, I I, I feel like um, I just feel a strong uh, sense that that we want to make him his senior year a great senior year uh, and, and Tim Rich our other senior we only have two seniors on the team uh, I recruited to, to my previous institution um, and he, he took kind of a non-traditional route to, to Oswego State but he's here now and um, you know they're, they're, those two guys are our captains and and in many ways they're, they're the core and essence of our team and when you look at the, the core and the essence of the team how would you describe kind of the mission statement of this team I mean everybody wants to win everybody wants a champion but what would be some words that describe kind of what you teach when you're in the locker room, before a game, after a game, during the game, when you're on the field in practice, when you're in the game itself? What are some of those words that you think the student athletes would say you use as, as those paramount pillars kind of to what you're trying to do? Well, I, there's a couple things that, that we say throughout. And uh, one of them is that, you know, like if, if you want to, you know, go quickly, you go by yourself. But if you want to go far, you, you go together. And and so everything we try to do, we, we try to to make sure that, that we're doing it together. Um, and then the second thing is, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that when uh, you're having fun, you're playing at your best. And so we try to create an environment where, where guys are uh, smiling when they're coming up to practice and, and they have a ton of energy and, um, you know, people are just flying around. How do you make practice fun? Because sometimes, well, I mean, lately it's been hot outside. So it's been uncharacteristically 85, 90 degrees outside. So how do you make practice fun when it's hot? How do you make practice fun when you're coming off of, you know, some of these guys just took a test, they're tired, girlfriend broke up with them, whatever it may be. How do you keep practice exciting when they're obviously going through life? Well, that's that's a challenge, right? I mean, I think one of the biggest challenges we have as coaches is to keep our players motivated and uh, locked into to the task at hand. And um, But one of the things we do is we put the onus on them. And, and we say, you know, when you cross 104, you got to be locked in, and and you got to come up with the mentality that you are going to have fun. Um, and then the second thing is, I think we try to create an environment where 
we're, we're smiling. The coaching staff is smiling, and, and the trainers are smiling, and, and um, you know, if somebody's having a bad day, we might let them have a da bad day, but the next day we're, we're on them to, to bring that smile back to practice. So. Some coaches are the ones to, to yell and to obviously show that side of it. You said you want to smile, you know, you want to have fun, you want to be positive in practice. So how do you utilize the balance of when you really want to get something across and at the same time that you still want to have fun in practice? Well, our guys have talked uh, that they have high expectations. And so I think for me, it's just reminding them of the expectations that, that they place on themselves. And, and if we can just take a moment and, and take a deep breath and say, hey, remember those things we talked about? Remember those things that your, your goals and, and the team's goals? Well, there's only one way to get there, and that's by you know, being locked in and, and you know, having a positive attitude and, and uh, you know, uh, accepting challenges and, and seeing them as opportunities to grow. Before we take a step aside for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora live on location, with Dan Kane, Oswego State Lakers men's soccer head coach. How would you describe what it means to be an Oswego Laker? Oh, I, I had the uh, I had the opportunity to uh, hear our athletic director talk on this, and uh, she she talked a lot about what it means to be a Laker, and um, it, you know she she can say it much better than I, and, and I'm I'm still learning what it what it means to be a Laker. But you know there were certain things I took away from from her talk and, and tried to instill it to the guys. But um, you know I I think being positive and uh, uh, um, you know continue to work hard, be a great teammate, um, um, playing with confidence. Um, and so, you know, we're still establishing our identity as a team, I think. Um, but there are certain things that, that uh, um, I think that distinguish us from, from other schools. Um, and, and those are some. And, and you know, the other thing we want to do is, is we want to respect our, our opponent and, uh, and the referee. And so uh, we want to be, a, a, you know, at the end of the game, be a team that, you know, the other team and the referees say, man, they, they play hard, they play it the right way. You know, they're, good, they're a good team to play against. Back coming from Dan Kane, Oswego State Lakers men's soccer head coach, and myself, Dan Tortora, here this month and every single month throughout the year. And very happy to be here at Green's Ale House and Grill in Oswego. Different coaches each and every month. The exclusive coaches show for Oswego is brought to you by Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. And the second season officially jumps off tonight with Dan Kane. Dan, I appreciate it. When we come back, I'm going to throw you in something that has nothing to do with sports. It's called Rapid Fire. And I'm throwing a bunch of questions your way that have nothing to do with soccer. Are you ready to play? Absolutely. All right. So we're going to do that in just a few minutes. We'll be back. Enjoy your food. Try these Caribbean jerk, Caribbean jerk wings because I've been waiting to try them since they perfected it. So Jabber, I'm hoping that these are the uh, new favorites. And we'll get started with Rapid Fire in just a couple minutes. This is a wake-up call fast break. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvalanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. 
The Market Diner prides itself on bringing the local community fresh ingredients that are better than going elsewhere. Open for breakfast, served all day, lunch and dinner with daily specials. The Market Diner is located at the Regional Market on Park Street, right across from Destiny USA. For takeout, call 315-474-5247. The Market Diner. Local. Fresh. Better. Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DreisigLady.com, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. With the bamboo line, relaxed fit clothing, as well as the athletic fit clothing, DreisigLady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, command yourself to feel comfortable in Dreisig Lady Apparel. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing. And don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DrySigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com Green's Ale House and Grill, located on 104 West Bridge Street in Oswego, New York, is your home for all the games, all the time, Sunday through Saturday, no matter what the sport is. It's also your home of Wingmaster Jabber, who's constantly in the kitchen creating wings that have won awards, and you love to eat every single day of the week. At Green's, you'll also find the Wake Up Call with Dan Satora live on location coaches show, exclusively dedicated to the Oswego State Lakers' numerous sports programs. There's only one place to go in Oswego, and that is Greensdale House and Grill, 104 West Bridge Street in Oswego, New York. We'll see you there. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513, or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you? Call me directly at 315-748-2524. But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, gotta take one here, move it over there, do this, do that. Are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely. But they need to know your name, so give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 315-748-2524. Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down. This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Manja, wake up call listeners. No, seriously, eat up at Manja Italian Grill. Open six days a week, Tuesday through Sunday at 2 Oswego Street in Baldwinsville, right on the Seneca River. Every Thursday is game show night from 7 to 9 p.m. hosted by Dan Tortora with live music every weekend. Join us every Sunday for brunch at 10 a.m. And don't forget to try our famous Lobster Bloody Mary. Call us at 315-638-8500. For reservations, parties, and catering, or visit us at manjabeville.com. 
We're back here with Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora live on location. Oswego State Lakers men's soccer head coach Dan Kane, myself Dan Tortora. We are here once a month for the exclusive Oswego State Lakers coaches show, which will feature coaches from all different sports all throughout the year, in and out of season. Dan Kane is jumping off our second series, and this is the second part of our broadcast tonight. It's called Rapid Fire. It's something I instituted on my show years ago. And it's when whoever I'm interviewing, whoever I'm talking to, gets questions that have nothing to do with the sport that they're coaching or playing or anything like that. It's literally to get to know you a little bit better, to put you on your toes. And in all fairness, I'm going to put Dan Kane on the hot seat. We're going to take a break. And then he's going to put me on the hot seat. So the interviewer gets interviewed, which I think is the only fair way to do it. Right, Dan? Absolutely. you got to put me on there. So first and foremost in rapid fire, I'm going to throw one at you right now. It's a three-part question to start off. You've got a choice. You can go one place on vacation, take one person and one person only that you know, and one celebrity. Where do you go? Who do you take that you know? And what celebrity do you take? <laughs> Throwing you right into it. I won't even tell you what some of the players have asked me in question. Right in front of my wife. Who would you marry if you didn't marry your wife? I'm like, my wife. I would marry my wife every time. Who went to school at Oswego? Shout out to my wife. Yes, absolutely. So three-part question. Where would not you... take your wife, number one. You not take my wife. That's good. She would tell you no. She wouldn't go with you. She would uh, not go. I, I would have to take my wife. Okay. She's uh, she's at home with uh, three small kids now. So uh, All right. But if I didn't say her, I, I would be in big trouble. Where are you going? That's an easy one. We're going to Ireland. Okay. To, to the motherland. And um, who do I take with me? It's a celebrity. It's a celebrity. Any celebrity. Carrot Top is available. Mike Tyson is available. Who else is available? Floyd Mayweather is available. Who, who has a... Did you know that Floyd Mayweather has a massive portrait of Conor McGregor in his mansion now? I, I did. I believe it. But yeah. He's insane. So who would you take? What celebrity? I, I might have to take uh, Rory McIlroy. You know, since he's, he's going to give me a tour, tour of uh, yeah. Ireland and uh, we can like hit that. the links and uh, uh, he, he can show me around uh, Ireland. So. Fair enough. If you could be doing anything else right now instead of coaching soccer, what would it be? Do you have a childhood thing that you wanted to do? Yeah, yeah, I would probably be doing a wake-up call podcast. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. We doing a wake-up call? I like that. Maybe, down the road. Wake-up call with Dan Squared, I like it. Kind of fits with me. What is your favorite movie of all time? If it was on repeat, what would it be? Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting, okay. Favorite actor of all time? Robbie De Niro. Robbie De Niro. Favorite Robert De Niro flick of all time? There's a lot of those. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. Do you have one? Do I have a favorite De Niro? Oh, man. Uh, see, I like I like Robert De Niro when he's that scary Italian guy that you don't want to mess with. I haven't seen him in a while. He, but the thing is, even in a funny movie, he's terrifying. Like in Meet the Parents, I would never want to meet him. Ever in my life. So I would say, you know, well, I shouldn't say I never want to meet him. I would never want to be dating his daughter. Let me say that. So uh, favorite Robert De Niro movie. Man, that's tough. I like him in a lot of different things. I, You know, Goodfellas is a really good movie. You can't go wrong. Right? You can't go wrong with Goodfellas. And 
I, I like, I mean, comedy-wise, I like to meet the parents. Recently, he did a movie called The Intern, where he's a 70-year-old man trying to restart his life, and that was that was like a role he had never played before, and i got to give it up to him. He still can mutate himself the older that he gets, and I give him a lot of respect for that. I haven't checked it out yet, but The Interns. You're saying that? The Intern, yeah, The go. Intern. It's the a good intern. one. Not The Internship, The Intern, but they're both good movies. Okay. So, if anybody could play Dan Kane in a movie, what actor would play you? <laughs> uh, good one. Um, my wife always says Tom Cruise, so I'll, I'll go with that. Tom Cruise will play you? Yeah. <laughs> would it be a movie about Scientology or not? <laughs> He's gotten a bad rap for that. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know where he was born, right? I don't. Oh, <laughs> Syracuse? Yeah, he was yeah, born in Syracuse. Syracuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's ever admitted it publicly, but yeah, he was born in Syracuse, New York. What else do I have for you here? Favorite song of all time? It Ain't Me, Babe, Bob Dylan. One song on the radio right now that you bang your head against the wall and never want to listen to? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't listen to radio much. You don't listen to radio anymore? <laughs> you listen to Pandora now? What do you got? I, I, I do a lot of podcasts. Uh, you know, okay. I try to support, support your business. So. Okay. <laughs> so you try to support me. So that's good. I like that. Is there a singer from olden, like, uh, I guess back, let's say... You call say, me old? Not old here, Dan. Ten years ago, five years ago. Is there anybody that you didn't like way back when? When you were growing up, is there a singer that you just couldn't stand? I've said it for years. I, I feel like Frank Sinatra is totally overrated. And so... Oh, boy. <laughs> How about that? How about that? But, okay, Frank Sinatra. Go roll with that. If there, oh, let me think here, what else we got? What is the one habit you have that your wife wish you didn't? Sleep talking. Really, you sleep talk a lot? I do, not a, not a lot, but I do do it. Do you speak normally? Can she understand you? Are you in a different language? It would be something that will like drive her crazy. Like I'll, I'll wake up and I'll say, did you hear that? And go back to sleep and she'll be up for the next two hours. So. <laughs> That's so awesome, though. So you, you literally wake up in the middle of the night, tell your wife that Pennywise is in the drain outside, and then you go right back to sleep. That's right. I love that. Do you do it on purpose? I mean, are you really no. sleeping? No, yeah, yeah, total, total, totally sleeping. So. Totally sleeping. Yep. Okay. What, so, so that's, what, is one, what is one pet peeve you have in the world? One thing you, you cannot stand at all? Square passes in midfield. But that's a soccer field. Square passes in midfield. Yeah. Off the soccer field, what pet peeve do you have? Oh, off the soccer field. Um, I don't know, Dan. It's got to be something. Backseat drivers, people driving, tailgating you. I'm good with that. Tailgate away. You don't, like, you don't mind that? No. You don't mind tailgating? People that clear their throat constantly. <clears throat> yeah, that could be <clears throat> Clean their teeth. That could get. Oh my god! Yeah. See the squeaky teeth. Yeah. Thing? The, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a guy I was on the plane next to that literally did that for two hours on the flight. So every time he squeaked his teeth, I would make a random noise <laughs> to try and throw him off. He would, and I would be like, "What? And he would just kind of look at me like, "What the hell's wrong with this guy?" And I'm like, "Well, I do it every single time you do it. Maybe you'll stop doing it. What inside of you makes you feel like that's right?" He was just reading a book. 
cleaning out his teeth. He hadn't eaten anything. So Jesus only knows what was in there. But I can't, I don't know what it is about like people making weird noises. It's just like nails on a chalkboard. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like that. So you don't like that too? No, I don't like it. Alright, fair enough. I don't like about that. Favorite superhero of all time? Oh, superhero. Uh, I, I would go traditional. Probably, uh, I might go Wolverine. I, I kind of like Wolverine. Bro. Why Wolverine? Just fierce. You know, he's tough. Did you ever like sharpen pencils when you were a kid and put them in between your fingers and run around like Wolverine? I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Did you do that? I don't. I don't know why. I, mean, I, I know, know that. Why you I don't know, know why. I don't know why yeah, that would have come up. It's kind of weird. It's a little different. It's strange, yeah. right? Yeah. You know that somebody would just put that idea in my head yeah. just now out of and nowhere. You would sharpen the pencils. I, I, what are you? How are you insinuating that it was me? I'm just coming up with ideas for you. Maybe something for the kids later. Would you tape them to your hand? Or, or, or? I, I don't know what people would do if they chose to sharpen pencils. All I would tell you was. That kid was super fierce, and everybody was, you know, afraid of him when we were playing X Men. That's all I'm gonna say. So, favorite villain of all time? The Penguin in Batman. Do you watch Gotham now? I don't. Should I? You should. The Penguin's on there. Oh, really? Running Gotham right now. Is he as good as uh, Danny DeVito? Or I think he could be better. Robin Lord Taylor. He's a really good actor. Okay. Good young actor. Gotham. Good stuff. You gotta watch Gotham. Yeah, I got, you're you're adding to my uh, TV. I've got another another. Uh, yeah. Did you just say Gotham's good? Yeah, Love Gotham's that. good. Yeah, I caught up because I missed the episode. So I got the intern. You got the intern movie. The movie. And you have Gotham on television every Thursday night. Man. Yeah. I never get to watch things on time, so I'm always on demand. But Or whenever the heck that company that does on demand actually puts it on demand. Right. It's supposed to be midnight, but it's like 10 days later. What do you watch on television? What's your guilty pleasure? Oh, what am I watching? Oh, I just uh, finished Unabomber. On uh, Amazon. Okay. Have so you're you... worried about me sharpening pencils, and you just watch the Unabomber. <laughs> Unabomber's good. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna tell you. It's, it's a good, good show. Oh yeah, really good. So you finished watching that? Yep. What do you watch on like what's on cable? You got anything on cable? You I, watch? I was just saying off the off air. My uh, my wife made the decision to cut the cord. So we have a. Uh, we're, we're trying to do uh, through uh, Apple TV, and it's it's awful though. You know, I, I miss sports. I miss. Uh, so you're like you're on like the the Roku thing and an Apple TV and all that Hulu and Netflix. We uh we you're tried, not having normal television. No, we we tried the antenna. We couldn't get the ears right. You know, uh, yeah. so it's, a, it's a tough life I'm living right now. Well, you watched The Walking Dead. Have you ever watched The Walking? Never, Dead? never watched it. No. Why not? Just not a fan of zombies. Oh, yeah. Um, the Wire. I'm a huge fan of The Wire. Huge fan of The Wire, okay. Yep. Uh, Sopranos, obviously. All right. Uh, uh, what else have I done? Do you have a reality show that you don't want to admit that you watch, but you're going to admit it tonight? I have one. I have one. My wife has... My wife watches it. My wife watches well. many. Yeah. I will watch Bachelor in Paradise with her. Okay. Don't, don't tell I her. I feel better about this mine now. This is I feel annoying, way it? better about mine. You watch Bachelor in Paradise. I watch Big Brother. I feel. I mean, you went five. You went five hundred thousand dollars. You don't win nineteen nineties. What are we talking about, Big Brother? You don't win anything in Bachelor in Paradise. You win nothing in Bachelor in Paradise. What do you win? Big Brother. You win a person. Five hundred thousand dollars if you can put up with fourteen other people. What is it? 15 other people in a house. Okay? I think I can do that. In the world we live in today, when I go to shop at Wegmans, if I can get through there, okay. 
I can go into a house for three months with 15 other people and win $500,000. When is Big Brother on? Is it? It's actually going to be on in the fall. It's normally on in the summer. They're going to do a two for it. Celebrity Big Whoa. Brother now. <laughs> if Kim Kardashian's on it, I'm not watching it, though. Okay. I won't watch it. I got one more for you. Shoot. The Dan Kane mission statement. If you walked around, right, if you were walking around here at Greensdale House and Grill, you go outside, you're walking around, everywhere you go, there's a mission statement above your head, like spotlights. It's just flashing neon. What would it say? Um, Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> mission statement for me. Yeah. I just keep it corny and, and get better every day. Get better every day. Get better every day. All right. Well, I'm going to take you off the hot seat. I can't wait to put you on the hot seat. I know you can't. You already put me on during your on the hot seat, which is kind of just wrong. But I'll take a step aside for a couple minutes. Coach is going to put me on the hot seat. And instead of me interviewing, I'm going to be the interviewee. And I can only imagine what you have cooking right now. Beautiful. All right. We'll be back in just a moment. This is a wake-up call. Fast break. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315 315- 487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. This is Kira from Looking Glass Events, where we're always giving you a reason to celebrate. Whether you have a small business, large business, personal event, or a wedding, we are available to plan and coordinate your dream event to life. Every detail, every step, Looking Glass Events is working with you all the way. Call us at 315-702-4653. That's 315-702-4653. Or contact us through our website, lgweddingsandevents.com. Looking Glass Events giving you a reason to celebrate. Hi, this is Sal Lamedico, owner and operator of Sal's Pizza and Restaurant, 41 East Genesee Street in the village of Baldersville. We're family owned and operated since 2002. We take pride in customer service and quality of food where it's paramount we don't choose between both. We offer carry-out, delivery, and catering. Or you can bring your family and friends in and enjoy friendly staff and comfortable atmosphere. Trivia is offered once a week, every Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Call us at 315-638-8505 or visit us online at salspizzabville.com. We're here at Sal's Pizza Restaurant. We're more than pizza. Hi, we are back here with Wake Up Call with Dan Fortora. Proudly brought to you Right here at Green's Ale House and Grill, we are here once a month with the Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora exclusive Oswego State Lakers coaches show. 
the second series, the second year of it, jumping off with Dan Kane of the Oswego State Lakers men's soccer team as their head coach. They've started off strong, won their first game in their first opportunity to do so, and have done well throughout and have been very strong in the Oswego Classic as well as the Vermont Tournament, so on and so forth, as they move forward here with the new era under Dan Kane. And it is that time of the show where Dan gets to put me on the hot seat. He's never done this before. Hopefully he will be gentle. It is now your time to rapid fire segment me and make the interviewer the interviewee. So go ahead. What is your favorite sporting venue to cover an event? Favorite sporting venue? So stadium, arena, all that stuff? Rapid fire. Ooh, favorite venue, favorite venue. This is tough. I like the Citrus Bowl, which is now Camping World Stadium in Orlando. I really, I just got to go down there for the ACC tournament. I've done things there in the past. The first time that I ever covered Nick Saban was down there. So I would say, and I just covered Nick Saban at Mercedes-Benz Stadium against Florida State. So I would say Camping World Stadium. I, I know that this is like nostalgic and I know that it needs to be updated and I know that it's not far away, but I really do love the Carrier Dome. Something about being there for a basketball game and there's 34,000 people. And then you go to a Washington DC game that Barack Obama was at while he was president. And they say, congratulations, you've sold out at 19,000 people. And I'm like, Syracuse gets 19,000 people for Binghamton. So to me, the Dome is, is by far like the best basketball venue I've ever been to. But, you know, I, I kind of like them all. I, I, I love Madison Square Garden. I love the Barclays Center. So it's, it's hard for me to choose. But if it was one football, I'd say Camping World Stadium. If it was basketball, I'd say the Carrier Dome. As a Hoya fan, I can't let that day uh, go uh, without comment. So okay. I think the Hoyas won that game, by the way. The, Hoya, the Hoyas in that, the 34. The 34. Well, there were moments where, the, where Georgetown won games, and there were moments where they lost games. John Thompson, when Manley Fieldhouse, the last game in there, he said Manley's officially closed. Officially closed. Yeah, that was messed up by John Thompson. I don't know if that's forgivable. So, go ahead. Uh, uh, now that you're on the Hoyas, John Thompson Sr. or JT3? <laughs> John Thompson. John Thompson Sr. for sure. I mean, a JT3 was not... He was not anything close to what you expected from a John Thompson. You know, I met John Thompson, and, you know, the, the one that, that we know so well of, of the actual Syracuse-Georgetown rivalry of the past. And I met him, and he was such a nice man. And, it, you know, growing up at Syracuse, you kind of get pissed off. Like, this guy's so, he's such a nice guy. He's supposed to be a jerk, right? Because you're, if you grow up in Syracuse, you're supposed to hate Georgetown, and you grow up in Georgetown area, vice versa. So, you know, and you were in the Maryland area, so obviously it makes sense that you had Georgetown and you didn't like Syracuse. But, yeah, JT3, and I don't mean this with any disrespect at all, I can't believe he kept his job as long as he did. I really, I really can't. And I hope that Patrick Ewing turns it around because I, I really, I've gotten to interview Patrick Ewing. We did a special for Pearl Washington. And, you know, Patrick Ewing's been, he's been with the Magic as an assistant. He's been with the Hornets. You know, he obviously did everything he did at Georgetown and with the Knicks. He's one of the greatest NBA players of all time that never won a championship. So I hope that Patrick can turn it around. If you have one coach to win a game, any game, who are you taking? Coach, any sport? Any sport. Oh, my Lord. Any coach to win a game. 
Probably Bill Belichick because he always finds a way to win. There's no way in any parallel universe that the Falcons lose that Super Bowl. But freaking Bill Belichick, I, I don't know. I guess I would have to choose Bill Belichick. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the fact that he do doesn't open his mouth when he speaks, or that he always looks like he's eternally constipated. But he does win games, and you cannot. I mean. If you and I right now went to play for Bill Belichick, we would be thousand-yard receivers right now. That's amazing what he did last year without Brady. You know, it's it's insane. And Jacoby Brissett, I told people last year, third stringer for the Patriots, really good player, NC State, covered him there in the ACC. And I said he should start for the Colts. Started for the Colts and won a game at home and was mistake-free in that game and had three touchdowns. So shout out to Jacoby for doing what I was hoping the young man would do. What's the Worst place you've lived? Oh my lord! I've uh, well, I've, <laughs> I've lived in in just uh, three different states. So I would I wouldn't say it was the worst, but I lived in a place called Dunmore, Pennsylvania. And I said if I lived here for the rest of my life, I would always wish that I had done more. I mean, I did a little play on words, but in all honesty, there was nothing around. You go to the movies, you go out to eat, and then you stare at the wall. So. If I was in Dunmore right now, I'd probably not be going after my fullest potential. Yet it was my first apartment, and I, I will forever love my apartment. Worst game you've covered? Wor uh, worst game I covered by the outcome? No, circumstances or, or whatever. Worst game that I covered. Jeez, mm -mm -mm -mm. worst game that I have covered. I, I love them all. This is tough. There's not one I didn't like. I, I, I guess I would say the Orlando Predators indoor football team because it was it was just kind of uneventful. And I remember talking to they had a dance team, and in in arena football you can be very. I do remember that thing. They can be very provocative. And I remember one of the girls did an event with me at a dealership afterwards, and I said, "What do you do for a living?" And she said, I'm a teacher, and I was like, I don't feel safe about that at all. So I guess I would say the Predators game. Uh, Ironically, it was called the Predators and all of that, but yeah, probably that game. I only did one of those games. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm running out here, Dan. What do you got? You have any more? Go, uh, go, you can go away from sports. Favorite game? You can ask me my favorite game. Favorite game. What do you... Favorite game that I ever had was... That's another tough one. Favorite game that I've ever had. I'd probably say when I finally got to cover Syracuse Duke recently when John Gillen hit the three to win the game at the end of regulation because I didn't get to cover the game two years before against Duke. I had 102 temperature and I was laying in bed and my wife was at the game. So I would probably say Syracuse Duke was one of my favorites. Alabama Florida State was awesome this year at the uh, Chick-fil-A kickoff game and 70% uh, of the reason is because I love Chick-fil-A. So I'm going to say that Polynesian sauce. Let's get it going. It's supposed to have a closed on Sunday. It's supposed to have a Chick-fil-A on in Cicero and I'm still waiting. They said May, they said August. Now it's going to be February. I'm extremely impatient right now. So when I go down to Florida, I go to Chick-fil-A all the time. But away from sports, anything you want away from sports. I'm I'm an open book right now. Favorite movie. Liar, Liar, Jim Carrey. Whoa. I can recite the entire movie. Favorite song? 
Oh, Don't Stop Believing by Journey is like cliche now, but I liked that song a long time ago. I also like the song Thank You by Boys to Men, which is kind of off the beaten path, but it's from their album that went three times platinum. I believe that's the theme song of Brother Sister. What's that show you watch? Brother Brother? What one? The show you Big watch. Brother? The Big no, Brother. No, none of that. None of that. Uh, Big Brother's a good show. Sunday night TV. What's on the lineup? Ooh, Sunday night football first. I don't really care who's playing because I cover all 32 of them. So I, I just love football and I play fantasy football, so it makes it fun. So I would say Sunday night football, it used to be Sunday night was Disney. And they used to do the ABC special where they would show like the, it would be the wonderful world of Disney. And I would watch that on Sunday. Okay. Okay. But yeah, now Sunday's kind of like Sunday night football and... And uh, ironically, it's one of the three days that Big Brother is on, so oh. shout out Big Brother. <laughs> yeah. Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Are you a North Star? Not a North Star? CNS? Yeah. No. I, uh, I went to CBA, Christian Brothers Academy. There you go. Okay. I did. Went to CBA. 2003. Play sports there? I played sports outside of CBA. I actually went, I'm a Catholic, and I played for CYO in... Marcellus Camillus area, and we actually set a bunch of records for that. We're in the number nice. one seed, got to do some cool. I actually like playing for St. Joe's. I wouldn't change it. You know, CBA, I wasn't a big fan of the coach we had at the time who told us to run three suicides, and he ate a Big Mac while we were doing it. So I'd probably go back to St. Joe's. Do you have any Big Macs now? I don't eat Big Macs, no. None of that. Favorite food? Italian slash Spanish, any type of Spanish food is my, that's my heritage. I could literally eat anything that's like Spanish-centric or Italian food any day of the week. Tacos, burritos, lasagna, make it, whatever, I don't care. I mean, it's my hair, my family cooks a lot, so you get used to it and you just kind of fall in love with it. So doesn't take much getting used to, though. It's no, good, no. Good. Everybody likes Spanish and Italian food. I mean, there's really like nobody that's never had a taco or... Never had pizza. If you haven't had pizza, I kind of probably think you're a serial killer. I mean, that's kind of how I look at it. The the point one percenters that don't like pizza probably have murdered somebody and have them in a basement with Jimmy Hoffa or something. Like but that. if you had to eat one food three every days, day, every day, three days, pizza, a pizza, pizza all day long. Okay. I'm a Ninja Turtle fan. Could Correct you change the pizza? Like, could you? Oh, I would tweak the pizza. Absolutely. Sure. You get a little bit of that. You know, you do the margarita pizza. They do like a chicken riggy pizza, barbecue chicken pizza. Chicken riggy pizza? I had my own chicken riggy pizza in Utica Pizza Company right in North Syracuse. Chicken riggies right on the pizza, sauce inside. Got to try it. I love chicken riggies. Chicken riggies. You have not had better chicken riggies than Utica Pizza Company, I'll tell you that much. All right. Northside, Syracuse. Check it out. All right, yeah. North Syracuse. North Syracuse right on 628 South Main Street. Right, you know, Sweetheart Corners. I don't. Okay, well, you'll you'll find it's right by the airport. Okay. Okay, give me one more. Throw me one more. What do you got for me? Oh, one more. You've been very good to me. I appreciate it. Doug Marone at Buffalo uh, with the Bills. What, what's your thoughts? Who's at fault? <laughs> Who's at fault? I think that Doug Marone bought into his own hype and thought that everybody wanted him. I think he realized very quickly that wasn't the case. 
So if I was Doug Marone, I would have stuck with the Bills a little bit longer. I would have stuck with something because he said he said Syracuse was his dream job, and I still have fans that call the show and write to me on social media and say, "Hey, don't worry, it's my dream job." When he went to Jacksonville, people were saying, "I mean, it was crazy." People still hate Doug Marone and constantly say, "Yeah, but Jacksonville's his dream job, right?" Or the Bills were his dream job. So. Yeah, there's a lot of bitterness with Doug Marone, for sure. But, you know, I mean, I've interviewed him in Jacksonville, and I interviewed him just about four years in Syracuse, so I've never had an issue with Doug, but he is a very, very different personality than me, I will say that. Fair enough. He would not sit here and play rapid fire, I don't think. <laughs> Probably answer one question and then tell me no more or something like that. So, for that, that is this is Dan Kane of the Oswego State Lakers men's soccer team and myself, Dan Tortora. This has been Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, live on location at Green's L House and Grill. Very happy to be here on 104 West Bridge Street in Oswego, New York, right by... Oswego State, and we'll we'll be here every single month with Oswego State coaches in the exclusive coaches show with the Oswego State Lakers. Dan, it's the first time that we've done this. It'll be re-aired on the show as well, and it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate everything you do for Oswego, and uh, looking forward to the upcoming shows. And uh, thanks for your support. Absolutely. And whenever you want to. You know, stop coaching and start podcasting. You just got to give me a phone call. I don't think you want me, Dan. Wake up call Dan Squared. I'm good with it. We can make it happen. So you were lenient on your rapid fire, so I'll have you anytime. Thank you, Dan. And God bless to the team moving forward. Thank you very much. All right, we appreciate it. Thank you. This is a wake up call fast break. Gear up with the real deal at Drysig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. To look professional, look good, and feel good, outfit yourself at DrysigApparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family. My family. Their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens... They're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands. With Fan Hands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear Fan Hands.
The name Leeson Staggerwald is synonymous with Central New York with over 80 years of service to the community. Leeson Staggerwald Downtown is your butcher, grocery, pub, and deli located on 117 East Fayette Street in Syracuse, New York. Minutes from the Carrier Dome in your perfect pre-gaming headquarters with Rob Drummond and myself, Dan Tortora, two hours before home games. Leeson Staggerwald Downtown, where you can dine in, take out, pre-game up on the hill with their meats or pre-game inside their walls. Leeson Staggerwald Downtown, a unique experience for every single fan and every member of the community with over eight decades of service. They're open Monday from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m., Tuesday through Thursday from 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m., Friday 10.30 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday noon to 9 p.m., and closed on Sunday on 117 East Fayette Street in Syracuse, New York. The Penn & Trophy Center on 111 East Willow Street in Syracuse, New York has been making memories for Central New York for over 60 years. It has the trophies for your teams, and when you walk in there, it's so much more than just that. When you walk into the Penn & Trophy Center, you are immersed in the reality that anything can be customized, anything can be engraved, whether it's for your anniversary, your wedding, your bar mitzvah, your birthday party, whatever you want to do with that memory, that watch from grandpa, or that bracelet from mom, or that wedding ring that's been passed down through your family. If you want to get something engraved with a memory to last a lifetime, the Penn & Trophy Center, 111 East Willow Street in Syracuse, New York, where memories are made and where memories last a lifetime. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash wake up call DT. We are in an all-time high record amount of listenership this morning. I appreciate it. I thank you for it. You are amazing. Almost 100,000 downloads of the Wake Up Call app on wakeupcalldt.podbean.com. So make sure you download it there. And for your mobile device, just do all of that backslash mobile and make it happen. You can download the RSS feed, the iTunes podcast, or the Wake Up Call free app powered by Podbean right on wakeupcalldt.com. Record number of listenership this morning on the live feed on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt because you're amazing. In the morning menu proudly presented by the Market Diner on 2100 Park Street in Syracuse, New York in the regional market across from Destiny, USA. It is the home of the Dan Tortora Special and it proudly brings you the list of topics for each show of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. You know that this morning we started the morning menu presented by the Market Diner with my live show with Dan Kane from Greensdale House and Grill where we are once a month with the Oswego State Lakers exclusive coaches show. Dan Kane, six wins, two losses, one tie so far in his first season at 35 years old, men's soccer head coach at Oswego. And I thank Greensdale House one more time for everything that they did to set us up and give us that broadcast and I'm happy to share it with you in the replay this morning. And we have now found our way to Papa Joe's Picks. Now, for those of you that know the show, you know that there's only one Papa Joe in the world. Since Jesus before Jesus, there's only been one Papa Joe. And this Papa Joe is my Papa Joe, and I'm very happy to have him on the show. He is a great mind when it comes to the world of sports. And he keeps me on my toes in good conversation all the time sitting around the dinner table. He is now here with me on an exclusive segment you'll only find on Wake Up Call, Papa Joe's Picks Talking College Football. Papa Joe, how you doing this morning? 
Good morning, Daniel. Good show today so far. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And, and uh, how is the weather? How is how is St. Augustine treating you? It's still very warm down here, 88 degrees. Uh, I'm still messing around. Actually, I sent my 57 Chevy uh, to get a new headliner put in, and I'm waiting for that to come back here in the next couple of days. And then I'll be outside in the hot weather working on those cars again. So, But I'm taking a break for a couple of days. Oh, that's good. I appreciate. It. We're still looking for for my for my for my Chevy. Still got to make sure we find my Bumblebee somewhere. We got to make that happen. That's true. We will. We'll look for it. Now, uh, before we go anywhere, I want to discuss this for a second. I know we've talked about it before, but you have this this deep love and this deep passion for you know for cars for for you know going out and finding something that you know is is priceless to you that you get to work on and whatnot you keep some of them you you sell some of them back but you love classic cars and you have a new baby and i don't know we've talked about it too much describe the the new baby that i've gotten to kind of get inside and check out a little bit in the driveway what do you got cooking now well as i mentioned earlier i i have a 57 chevy bel air uh that needs that needs a lot of work and i take each project a little bit at a time uh, a lot of work I can do myself. Uh, cosmetically, uh, not not so good with that. I, I can't do body work as well as a, a body shop. And sp- speaking of that, as I mentioned, a new headliner is being put in uh, with a ribbed ceiling. Very difficult to do. I can I can put one in, but I can't put one in like that. So from from here, she goes to. Uh, uh, chrome shop she's gonna have the front bumper re-chromed and then after that i'm gonna have it painted and after that i have to put air conditioner in the car because aunt mary needs it cool so that's <laughs> what i'm doing now <laughs> and and to, to be able to to do this and you know just just the love for it I know that we've talked about it before, and and we sh- and we'll do another uh, you know supplemental show on that. But it, it's such an amazing thing, and, and anybody who loves classic cars, it, it's 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 so much fun. I mean, y- your garage, the way that it's set up, all the beautiful things you have up, and then you know that prairie bronze baby that you have that I got to do my my show uh, you know inside the car. That was fun. That was fun. It was a really good time. So you know, keep doing what you're doing. I know it's hot outside, but it's an amazing thing, and. And I appreciate it. I look forward to the day that I get to go to one of the auctions with you and with Joey and watch you both do, you know, do things the Italian way because nobody negotiates better than an Italian. I believe that. That's for sure. <laughs> Joe is, um, actually, we have a 91 Corvette that we've been working on and he's doing a lot of that work himself in his garage. Right now he's got the motor pulled. He's doing a lot of cosmetic work. He's fixing some things. And we're going to shoot for the February Meekum auction in Kissimmee. So he wants that car ready for that, and we'll probably go over there. We're going to sell it in Kissimmee in, in uh, February of 18. Yeah, doing and, uh, and I, uh, while I was down there, he was doing a few things with the car. I said he was he was taking him, he was taking apart the car like Doc Brown and Back to the Future. I mean that it did, it was like a shell of itself. There's pieces everywhere. He was very yeah. proud. I was like Joe, I I, I I'll never forget. Him standing in the kitchen and going, Joey, I have no idea what you're doing. He goes, "That's cool. I don't either. I don't either." That's- <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm gonna know how good he is when he puts things back together and it starts. If it doesn't start, then he's in a pickle. 
<laughs> Absolutely. But he'll figure it out. He'll get it done. He's he's living the Tim Allen life right now from home improvement. So I like it. I like what he's doing. And and it's time for us to get into some Papa Joe's picks for right. this week of college football. The first game I want to discuss is a game that I spoke about with Bob Casulo, who's a longtime NFL assistant and college football assistant coach. USC ranked number five, Washington State ranked number 16. They're both 4-0. They're both in the Pac-12. Washington State's a team that you're not hearing much about, and USC is a team that, that people, obviously with Sam Darnold, they expect this team to be a good team. How dangerous is this game? Because to me, this is like a, I know it's not 5 versus 12 ranking, it's 5 versus 16, but in the NCAA tournament, the five seeds normally don't do that well against the 12 seeds anymore. This is what this game feels like to me. It's in Washington, USC's on the road. I feel like this is like one of those 5-12 matchups where you want to say USC would win, but there's a chance, a good chance, that Washington State could pull this off. I agree. Uh, I know USC is 4-0 with a hot quarterback. If anyone follows college football, you got to find out who Mike Leach is. Now, Mike Leach goes all the way back to Texas Tech, where he started all this uh, air raid stuff, you know, moving the ball up and down the field. He's got a brilliant mind. Any guy who can read the Bible seven times is my guy. I like Washington State. Uh, this is a toss-up game to me, but I like Washington State because they're at home. And I think that little bit of energy at home is going to pull it off. Yeah, you know, I have Washington State in this one as well. Luke Falk threw for 500 and, well, he threw for 478 as a team against Nevada last week. They threw for 505 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions for Luke Falk, ran the ball for 55 yards, threw 505 yards in the game. Like you said, Mike Leach getting the ball up and down the field. He surely does that, and he's doing that with Luke Falk right now. I have Washington State winning this game over USC with potential college football playoff implications on the line, albeit where we are in week five. Listen, every single week counts. I want to go to one game. I, oh, sorry, go ahead. I think that this is the kind of game you're going to love to watch it because I don't think defense is going to be played. They're going to be right up and down the field, and I wouldn't be surprised if the last team that gets the ball scores is going to win. It's going to be something like a 49 to 42 or something like that. You know, It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Now, Papa Joe, this is a game that's being – it's crazy because it's a primetime game, in my opinion, and probably yours, but it's on the West Coast. So they're playing primetime on ESPN at 7.30, but on the East Coast for us, we're seeing them at 10.30 p.m. Friday, September 29th. I'm staying up and watching the game, and in my opinion, on Friday, it's the best matchup. There's another good matchup on Friday we're going to talk about in a second, but – I'm ecstatic about it. I'm just kind of sad that it's at 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. So, you know, some people are not going to stay up till 1 o'clock to watch this thing finish. Oh, you're right. Your old uncle here at 10.30 game, I got no chance of even making through the first quarter. <laughs> I'll be asleep by 10 o'clock, so I'll have to check the papers in the morning. I'll be sending you messages in the middle of the night. That's what I'll be doing, Papa Joe. <laughs> Do that. Yeah, you'll probably wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> now, Miami... If it listen, if they go, if it's a close game, I'm waking you up. Miami at Duke. Miami's 14th ranked in the country. Duke right now is four and zero. Oh. Duke is a big time sleeper right now 
in the ACC. I don't think anybody thought that they would be 4-0 at this point. The game is at Duke in Wallace Wade Stadium in Durham. I think that even though this is ranked versus unranked, I think Miami at Duke is a big game. And a couple of years ago, these teams, you know, they had they had a little bit of a dicey go at it in a very close game. I really, really, really look at this as a marquee matchup for the ACC because of the fact that I think this game is going to come down to the fourth quarter, maybe three minutes left in the game. Oh, boy. Well, i got to disagree with you there. I, uh, I like Miami. Uh, I think the differences of the athletes on the field are going to show up right away. If the quickness of Miami is, will overwhelm Duke, Duke certainly has exceeded expectations this year to find one program. I mean, you know, you got to be smart to go to Duke. you got to be smart and play football. That's, that's something else. But that being said, Miami's too many athletes on the field. I look for them to pull away easy. I, I'm calling a Duke upset in this one. I'm going to call a Duke All upset right. in this game. Daniel Jones, baby. And, you know, these, 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 there's, some, there's some good cats on the Duke Blue Devils. They're at home. They are hungry. They are pissed off about what happened a couple years ago. This game is on ESPN Friday, September 29th at 7 p.m. I am literally getting my popcorn, sitting my butt down, and I am watching ESPN at 7 p.m. Miami at Duke. And then I'm not, I'm not leaving. Maybe to go to the bathroom in the middle. That's it for USC Washington State. Kate's gonna have to pack it in because we're watching football Friday night. All right, good. <laughs> Next game up that I want to discuss is South Florida is gonna be on the road at East Carolina. East Carolina is a team that struggled. I don't necessarily, you know, I'm talking about this game because I think East Carolina is gonna pull off an upset. I wanted to discuss this with you, Papa Joe, because South Florida is ranked 18th in the country. They started the season right there in the rankings. They've played four games, even though one of their games got moved with Connecticut, because ironically, South Florida started the season before anybody else. They're technically in their week six-ish, but it's week five because they played their first game on August 26th against San Jose State on the road and won. So they got four games under their belt like everybody else, despite having to move Connecticut because of Hurricane Irma. This team played Temple, and granted it was at home in South Florida, but Temple is is typically a foe over the last couple seasons with UC, with USF fighting for the number one part of the American East division inside the American Athletic. This game was 43-7 to in favor of South Florida. It's the first time that Temple was a no-show in, in the last few years, at least the last three seasons. They beat Illinois handily. You know, and then they won the games that they were supposed to win early on. They're at East Carolina. I'm not worried about South Florida. I just wanted to discuss with you how good South Florida looks this year, in your opinion. They look really, really good. Uh, I go back many years with Coach Charlie Strong. Uh, Charlie Strong was a defensive coordinator at the University of Florida oh, probably 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. Uh, he went from Florida, got his first head coaching job at Louisville, then he went to Texas. We all know what happened to Texas. He probably got a raw deal at Texas. Coming to South Florida, he's got the athletes in South Florida. He's going to give it a big go. East Carolina's really overmatched in this game. Uh, I look for South Florida to put tremendous pressure on them and to, to win easy. I'm calling it 51-7. to seven. That's what I'm calling this game. <laughs> now, now, you and I both did something last week that maybe it was the way to go for your Florida Gators. We went against them. We picked Kentucky. Kentucky was at home. <laughs> now, Florida 
this is the thing. In the last two weeks going into this, Florida has won in the last seconds of the game. Florida won on a Hail Mary two weeks ago, and last week won 28-27 to over Kentucky. Last second winning this game, just at the end of the game, last moments. So Florida has squeaked by two weeks in a row, and they're still in the top 25. Does Florida squeak by Vanderbilt at home in Gainesville? Vanderbilt got spanked last week. We figured that Alabama would run them up, and they beat them upside the head in every which way possible. Florida, they're still looking for identity. Coach McElwain has switched quarterbacks again. He's going with a real uh, veteran, uh, Jack Del Rio, son, Luke Del Rio. I think that's going to play in their favor. <clears throat> I don't look for Florida losing this game. I think uh, Vandy is, is probably going to be down because he just got whooped so bad last week. Florida's not as good as everyone says they are. If they're, they got a hell of a defense. I know they're young kids. These kids, he's got four or five freshmen, true freshmen, playing on this team. What Ma- Coach McElwain said the other day about the team, he said they're fun to watch. If given them a heart attack, I can guarantee you that. <laughs> but uh, Florida at home, uh, after a huge win at Kentucky. I think uh, I think they win the game rather easily. Uh, Vandy, I know, has a tough defense, but they were exposed last week, possibly by one of the best teams in recent history in college college football. That's how good Alabama is. Yeah, I mean, when when and the thing is, I thought Alab- I thought Vanderbilt would at least do something against Alabama, but that you know, if you're looking at the litmus test of seeing where is Alabama at at the current stage of things I mean you look back at the game that they just played and you look at how they played against Vanderbilt I mean I thought like I said I thought that there was going to be something some type of pushback I didn't think Vandy was going to win but I thought they make it interesting they defeated Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt 59 to nothing so you know you look at Alabama I mean it's and we'll get to Alabama but Nick Saban is living in there's the NFL there's Nick Saban and then there's college football (laughs) There's three different levels of football. That's a good analogy right there. That's good. <laughs> you know, so we look, so I want to go uh, to, there's another game I want to get to here. There's a few more games I wanted to get to, but I wanted to address what you said about Florida. I think Florida's going to win at home in this game. Like I said, they squeak by a Hail Mary 26-20 to over Tennessee, and then they get a touchdown late in the fourth quarter to win that game 28-27 to over Kentucky. Florida has found a way to squeak by and remain in the top 25. I think they'll win this game, but do you like, I mean, Florida, no matter who their coach is, somehow, I mean, with Urban Meyer, they did it. They're doing it now with Jim McElwain. This two-quarterback situation, we know that Franks can can send that deep ball down the field, but Luke Del Rio saved him in the last game. Do you like this two-quarterback set for Florida? I do not. Uh... As a matter of fact, one of the five-star recruits that Florida has recruited this year, the kid by the name of Matt Carroll from uh, Southern Cal over there, uh, he floored everyone by uh, committing to Florida, which was a real a surprise to everyone. Franks we knew about in Central Florida because he led his team to a state championship. Big, tall guy, got a rifle for an arm. Uh, there's a young man that came from Notre Dame. I thought maybe he would get in the mix, but that didn't work out either. So give Frank's credit. He won the, he won the quarterback uh, competition against Del Rio and, and everyone else. Uh, but 
still young. Del Rio is a redshirt junior, which means he's been in school for over four years. Uh, he's a level-headed kid, got a good arm, not a great arm, but he's smart. And I think I think I think Coach McElwain is going to ride uh, Luke for as long as he can. And I think if he wins easy, then he'll run it out. Yeah, you know, I think when it comes down to at this point is if he trusts in Luke Del Rio and Luke Del Rio is going to get the job done and he's going to do it this week, then obviously you're going to have to hang with him at this point and trust in him at this point if you're able to win a big game and obviously stay in the top 25, beat a team like Vanderbilt, who, you, I mean, you gotta, you have to take down Vanderbilt and you have to move forward. I mean, you see what Alabama did to them and everybody's chasing Alabama in the SEC and in the country as a whole. Another game I want to get into is... Florida State at Wake Forest. Now, both teams are unranked. The reason why I bring up Florida State and Wake Forest is because Wake Forest is 4-0 for the second time in a row. I don't think, I, th- I think it was mentioned, I don't think Florida, or I don't think Wake Forest has ever been 4-0 in back-to-back seasons. I know that Dave Clawson came in right around when Scott Schaefer did, and I said, if you give Dave Dorn at NC State Dave Clawson at Wake Forest and Scott Schaefer time at Syracuse. They're all going to be successful. Syracuse threw Scott Schaefer to the Wolves. NC State hung on to Doran. Doran is successful, just beat Clem- just beat uh, Florida State, pardon me. And then Wake Forest, two years in a row, 4-0. and oh. John Walford seems to be their quarterback this season, even though they've had Kendall Hinton and Walford. They're at home in Wake Forest, in Winston-Salem. Florida State was 12th in the country and dropped from the top 25 after their loss to the N- to NC State. I mean this it, they were they were erased like they had never happened in the top 25. They're struggling early. They don't have their quarterback. They don't have guys like Delvin Cook from last year. Florida State is at Wake Forest who has a very strong defense, a stout defense, and Wake Forest has pushed Florida State in the past when Florida State had their firepower. What do you think about this one? Oh boy. You know I and most of Florida were shocked uh, that Florida State did not show up against NC State. Uh, for the life of me, I can't understand what happened. Uh, you know, Jimbo Fischel, he, he's a big, he's a, he's a blusterous kind of guy, like to talk a lot, sort of like Bobby Bowden, you know. And But Jimbo, you forgot to coach your boys, Jimbo. Uh, I don't look for Florida State is going to be pissed. I don't care if Wake Forest is 10-0. They're not going to beat Florida State this week. Well, we look at, you know, I, I, there is a lot to say about, about that notion that Florida State is angry and that they are pissed. Wake Forest, on the same side, though, they held Florida State's to their second lowest point total last season. And what they did to Florida State, and that was in Tallahassee, so... I'm going to lean on Dave Clawson in this one. I think Wake Forest wins this game. I think Florida State is in some trouble this year. They've started the season 0-2 due to Hurricane Irma. They've only played two games. They're at Wake Forest, and I think that this one could go either way, but I'm going to lean on Wake Forest's side. Then they play Miami. Then they play at Duke. Then they play Louisville. Then they play at Boston College, and Boston College kept Clemson to a 7-7 game until the fourth quarter this past week. So right. there's a lot of danger. Right. Oh, and guess what? After all that, they have to play at Clemson and at Florida. I think Florida That's State's right. got to pack it in for a really tough season. And I'm sorry. Listen, I know Florida State's got a lot of good on it, 
but they could start this season 0-3, and, <laughs> and then they have a gamut of Miami at Duke and Louisville after that. I think Florida State's in trouble this year, Papa Joe. Okay, well, FSU does have a big, tall, string-bean quarterback now, freshman, true freshman. Um, you know, these kids these kids that grow up in Florida, uh, they seem to mature a lot, a lot faster and older than the rest of the company. You know, I'm always prep in Florida because they have so many athletes in here. This kid was a killer in high school, and he passed for 278 yards last week against a good North Carolina State state team. Really good. Uh, I think this kid's the real deal. I think they're gonna, FSU fans are going to forget about Mr. Francois because this kid may take him over. Now, I'm not saying he, they're going to run the, the table or anything like that. they got a very difficult schedule. If they lose this game against Wake Forest and they go to Miami, forget about it. It's done. It's done after that. I think they're. I think they got. I think. Listen. I think they got a danger road coming up for Florida State. Three more games with Papa Joe's picks in today's exclusive segment, and every Thursday at 10 a.m. on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora, with Papa Joe and myself, Dan Satora. The next game I want to discuss: number 24 Mississippi State at number 13 Auburn. Some people might be saying Auburn this and Auburn that, but all of a sudden, here's Mississippi State. They lost to Georgia 31-3, to but this is a team who has done themselves relatively well so far. They defeated LSU, and they are at a 3-1 and record on the season. Auburn, on the other hand, is in a position right now where they are also 3-1. and They lost to Clemson, but held Clemson to 14 points, and they played at Missouri, and then the other two were ones, you know, that they were supposed to win. So... What do you think about this one? They haven't been tested too much, somewhat a little bit so far. Mississippi State at Auburn, what do you think about this SEC matchup, which is really that first big test of the season for both teams? Well, on my sheet here, I have a toss-up. for the. Both teams are, are equal. They both have 3-1 records. Uh, I think Auburn playing at home, I think it's probably going to fire them up a little bit more. It's going to be a real tough game. It's going to be probably a low-scoring game. Uh, but I look for Auburn to squeak by. I think they have, I think they have the seniors uh, to get them through this year. Because besides, Auburn has to play Alabama later on, and Alabama's going to look at this game and say, "Well, Mississippi State give them, will Mississippi State give them a good run or not?" So, I like Auburn. I'm going to go only because they're at home. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mississippi State because Auburn's got some stuff going on off the field, and, and don't underestimate the power of what that can do to the kids. You know, all I have to say is I just hope that this game is not brought to you by Adidas. That's all I'm hoping. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Isn't that terrible? Oh. Rick Pitino, oh. see you later, Ricky. He's gone. It's crazy. Yep. You'll, nev- you'll never see him on the sidelines again. It is. It you is. Know, we're probably going to get a book in a couple of years. Uh, he's going to tell all, you know, but – He's been, Rick Pitino has been a, a snake oil sales, salesman since when he was a assistant coach in Hawaii, for crying out loud. He broke eight rules while he was coaching, assistant coach in Hawaii. And it, it, he's, a, he's just a smooth talker. He can talk his way at anything, but he can't do this. No. He can talk himself in a jail. No. Rick Pitino, listen. He made it through prostitution and women's servicing recruits. And I was like, well, number one, I think prostitution's illegal. Number two, it, it's not just prostitution, 
but it's sex with a minor because these are high school kids. So all this stuff is going on. And a man that cheats on his wife and has sex in a restaurant on a table with someone who is not his wife cannot tell me that he didn't know there were prostitutes on campus because if there's prostitutes on campus, they're probably paid for by... I mean, I don't want to say they're paid for, but a man who cheats on his wife... I don't really trust his morals. So when there's prostitutes on campus, it makes sense to me that Rick Pitino would know about it. And besides the fact the coaches are up these these kids' butts the whole time they're on campus because they want to make sure that they sign with Louisville. So it, it does it just doesn't make any sense to me how he's done what he's done and gotten away with murder. It looked like he was going to get away scot-free. It looked like the only person to ever be punished for anything was Joe Paterno and Jim Beheim. And all of a sudden, the F, but here's the thing, the FBI did this. So not only is Louisville at fault, not only are these other schools at fault, but guess what? The NCAA as a crooked, disruptive, disgusting organization, the FBI should, in, should launch an investigation on why the NCAA didn't do anything about this. That's right. You know, unfortunately, there's going to be some collateral damage here uh, with Louisville playing football. Uh, Louisville's a, a Great team to watch. Fun, best quarterback in the country. Maybe not the best quarterback. Certainly a return Heisman Trophy winner. Now these kids got to read all this junk, and they got to go out and play football. And it's going to be hard for them. Uh, you know, you can try to shuffle away. The coaches can do this. Coaches do that. But you know, they're not going to forget it. Their school is in trouble. Unfortunately, it's probably going to come over to them on the football side. Yeah, you know it's. And, and, and that's the thing with Auburn, too. I think Auburn's got a lot of stress right now, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a leaner to Mississippi State, but this is a toss-up game as well. The next, okay. the next two to get into, obviously, Ole Miss at Alabama. I'm not worried about Alabama. Alabama's at home, but they're playing Ole Miss. What do you think about this one? Is there any chance for Ole Miss in this game? Uh, no. Uh, uh, you know the western conference of the sec is the strongest one uh, for the last two or three years maybe four years alabama has ruled it Uh, this game this game won't be competitive uh at at all i don't i I look for jalen hurts who is really going to morph into the the type of quarterback that the pros are looking for he's got another year after this he's taking his time He's throwing a little bit better. He runs like the wind. He's uh, actually, he's unstoppable sometimes, just like Lamar Jackson is. Uh, he's not as fast as Lamar Jackson, but I think he's smarter than Lamar Jackson. And you've got to be smart to be a true freshman to play for Nick Saban. That's the key right there. Yeah, I mean, when I look at Ole Miss at Alabama, I do want to make a note that Ole Miss's quarterback, Shea Patterson, in just three games this season, has already thrown for over 1,000 yards, 1,281, has 11 touchdowns and four interceptions, 70, 70.5% completion percentage. I just want to give a shout-out to Shea Patterson. They're still going to lose. I, I wanted to say something about Shea and give him respect where respect is owed, but I am not worried about Alabama in this game. The game... Nope. I'm ecstatic about is going to be played this Saturday on ABC at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And that is a rematch of the game that I was at Camping World Stadium in Orlando for. That was the ACC championship of last season, Clemson versus Virginia Tech. Now, 
This time around, Clemson's got a new quarterback. Virginia Tech's got a new quarterback. There's different players out there on the field. Virginia Tech is 4-0, ranked 12th in the country. And the Clemson Tigers are also 4-0. And they just had they just squeaked by in a really tough one where they played one good quarter out of four against Boston College at home in Death Valley. So, with that being said, Clemson and Virginia Tech, this might be the game of the week. I agree. It's going to be fun to watch. Clemson 4-0, Tech 4-0. They're playing at it, Virginia Tech. Clemson, uh, probably Clemson's defense is probably going to dictate the game. But it's an upset for me. I'm, I'm going with Virginia Tech. I think at home, I think they'll have enough to get by. If Clemson loses this game, I think they're going to see their national championship hopes go up in smoke. Uh, if they do manage to write, write it out and maybe get to the playoff with only one loss, uh, good for them. But th- this game, this game is, is real serious for them. Uh, if Dav- Davo's got to do all his tricks to get this one out, I don't think it's going to be. It's going to be a very close game. Uh, probably Clemson's got the better athletes, but are they coached as well as Virginia Tech? I think not. I think Virginia Tech takes this game in a huge upset. I got Virginia Tech in this one too. Virginia Tech with four if they had a if they had four more minutes in that game in the ACC championship against Clemson, watch out. I said to, you know, Deshaun Watson, he made mistakes but he played well down the stretch. If Deion Kane and Hunter Renfro did not make the catches that they made in that ACC championship game at, at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Virginia Tech would have been hoisting that trophy in the first season with Justin Fuente. And now, in the second season with Justin Fuente, the team is 4-0 and and pushing again in a division inside of the Coastal Division of the ACC that's gotten better with Miami and Duke pushing things up and Georgia Tech doing a little bit of good things themselves. So Virginia Tech's getting more push, and it's going to be exciting to see them inside of their division for the rest of the season. But this game, you know, I really do. I think Virginia Tech knows that they had them on the ropes and they let them get away. They're angry. NC State had Clemson on the ropes, and how did they respond to letting him off last year? They beat Florida State this year. Virginia Tech's got a chance to go up against Clemson again. I think they're going to beat Virginia Tech is going to beat Clemson in this game. They're going to shake up the top ten. Clemson will fa- probably fall like I don't know two spots or three spots or whatever. But at the but at the end of the day. Virginia Tech's going to win this game. They're going to be in the top eight in the country moving forward. They're going to be 5-0. and oh. That is how I see this game going. And the only other thing I have for you, Papa Joe, is let's just, I mean, let's, let's, let's just call this what it is. How worried are you about LSU against Troy this week? <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, I'll probably say two novenas uh, for Troy. Uh, I don't, I don't, that's, that's going to be bad. Uh, you know, NC State has a common denominator here with all these teams. And you boys are playing at NC State. Yes, sir. Anyone who saw football last weekend had to walk away impressed with the effort that Syracuse put on the field versus LSU. You know, Coach O has got his work cut out for him. I'm not saying Syracuse is not an elite team. Don't get me wrong there. But he, he should have dominated that game, but didn't because Syracuse finally is putting some better athletes on the field. Against NC State, who beat Florida State last week, they're going to come down. This is the perfect time for Syracuse to initiate themselves, and I think they beat NC State, even playing at NC State. 
Syracuse looked very, very impressive versus LSU, and it's going to carry over. I like them over NC State. Papa Joe's picks, and he saves the best for last. I ask him about Troy and LSU, and he flips the script and gives me Syracuse at NC State. Syracuse winning <laughs> against NC State. Now, I will tell you, historically, since Syracuse has joined the ACC in their games against NC State last season, they played NC State at home, and they lost 35 to 20, but as Dave Doran said, they were they were playing essentially from behind. Then they went at NC State, lost 42 to 29 in that game, and Syracuse lost at home 24 to 17 in 2014 to NC State. So with that being said, obviously, and the year before they played NC State, they won at NC State 24 to 10. So since joining the ACC, they're 0 and 2 at home against NC State and 1 and 1 on the road against NC State and have not won since 2013 against them. Syracuse has some firepower, and you're going to hear what Dave Doran has to say about that in his direct responses to my questions from the ACC teleconference that will air in Sound Bites of the Week on tomorrow morning's show, Friday, September 29th. But he has a lot of respect for this offense, a lot of respect for what they do. Bradley Chubb deciding not to go to the NFL, come back, and be on that D-line, which Dave Doran said, my D-line is good. But Eric Dungy, he is a guy that can move around and he's going to make it difficult. You got a great quarterback when it comes to moving about the field, going up against a defensive line that wants to smack you and get at you. I'm going to go with Syracuse gotta, on the road in this game. I'm going to agree. I got to. I got to. I got to say that I have not seen Dungy play. Uh, I wasn't aware of him until this year because I don't get too many Syracuse games down down here unless they're on the you know ABC game of the week or something like that. He looked very poised. Uh, he looks like he's a real winner. And I think his play is indicative of how this game has got to go. If he plays well, they win. If he doesn't play well, they lose. Simple. Yeah, it's, it's as easy as that. And if Syracuse wants to get off of the doomsday schedule of playing noon games, they need to win some of these. Because of what's been going on, they've they've gathered that they will be playing at 12.20 p.m. Eastern time at NC State, 12.30 against Pittsburgh. Clemson's on Friday, so it's at 7 p.m. because it's Clemson. But they have to win these games to not have a noon schedule for the rest of the season, which is the way of TV telling you, hey, we really don't want to put you on, so we'll put you on when people are making, you know, getting you know, getting the sauce ready for Sunday. We'll put you on at noon on Saturday. So Syracuse needs to win this game. They need to move forward. I think it's going to be a close game. NC State is a, is a very, very, very big threat in the ACC, but Syracuse has a decision to make. If they beat NC State, they tell NC State, no, you're not going there. If they don't beat beat NC State, Syracuse is now saying Florida State, normally when they're healthy, Florida State, Clemson, Louisville, NC State, we can't take on any of you. Now we've put ourselves in fifth place out of seven in the Atlantic Division. This is a statement game. Dino Babers knows that. They had LSU on the ropes. They let them get off. They scored 16 unanswered points in the span of less than 13 minutes in the fourth quarter. They did not give up against LSU, but the defense only played 52 out of 60 minutes. The special teams was damn near perfect, and the offense took a while to get going. Put together a more complete game. Get that defense on the field for for that entire time. Have them play it all the way through, and NC State is going to have to explain how they beat FSU and then lost to Syracuse at home. That's right. That's right. Dan, do you really think Troy has a shot against LSU? No, I don't. I was just messing with you. (laughs) 
I just wanted to scare everybody because everybody, you know, I can't believe LSU still ranked in the top 25 after they kind of sort of beat Syracuse. Yeah. I can't no. believe it. I really yeah, honestly they, can't. And if the same Syracuse team shows up, they're going to beat NC State. Oh, yeah. So let's wish them luck. So they got to do what they got to do. Papa Joe's picks, as always. Papa Joe, I wish I, I wish I could jump through the uh, the phone right now and give you a big hug. You're an awesome guy. No. You do a great job. You get me, you get me so amped about these games. So Friday night, listen, Kate's packing it in. It's six hours of football on Friday night. So, oh my goodness, I'm excited about that. I'm gonna have to watch Mean Girls or Ten Things I Hate About You on Saturday because she's gonna be watching football on Friday, Papa Joe. Okay, bud. It's gonna happen. Take care. Well, I love you, and I'll talk to you soon. Love you too. See you later. All right, take care. Bye-bye. That coming from Papa Joe. Papa Joe's picks. College football, baby. We went through the games, ran the gamut, had some fun. I'm joking about my wife. I love 10 Things I Hate About You, and I love Mean Girls. I'm not going to be ashamed to admit it. I love those movies. If Mean Girls is on, I'm watching Lindsay Lohan in her prime. I wish that Lindsay Lohan would get back on the horse and get ready because I miss seeing her in movies. That's it. Telling you the truth. Trying to be real with you here. Okay, and 10 Things I Hate About You, great movie, great movie. Does anybody remember The Secret Life of Alex Mack? She's in it, right? Awesome, love it. Heath Ledger, love it. A lot of good people in that movie. 10 Things I Hate About You. They should have done that with Hillary and Donald. That should have been the movie that they did going into the election. 10 Things I Hate About You. They wouldn't have had enough time. They would have had to make a sequel. 567 things I kind of hate about you. Like a lot. So that's what they would have to do. The sequel would have to be that much. But, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm listen, I'm ecstatic about football on Friday night. Okay? Ecstatic about football on Friday night. Miami at Duke. USC at Washington State. USC at Washington State, hands down, might be that game that you, that you literally are like screaming at yourself that you missed if you don't watch it. So please... Do yourself a favor and stay up and watch the game from Pullman, Washington, Martin Stadium. Watch this game. There's not even a lot of tickets left for these people. I'd be lying if I didn't say I watched it last week. Ecto Cores just wrote that. Which one did you watch, Ecto Ecto Cores? Was it Mean Girls or was it 10 Things I Hate About You? Let a man know. They're always on television. There's no point in owning these movies. They're always on television. Always. If you're having a bad day and you don't feel good and you're laying on the couch, 10 Things I Hate About You is on. Mean Girls is always <laughs> I love when it's like Thursday Night Football and Mean Girls and you're like, which one do I... You know, I'll just flip back and forth. You know, that's what people say. Ecto Cores said 10 Things I Hate About You. He watched it. Love it, Ecto Cores. Brother from another mother. Make it happen. We're going to take a step aside for a quick, fast break here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. When I spin back around on this thing, we are going to do the next two pieces of this show in the morning menu, proudly presented by the Market Diner, 2100 Park Street, Syracuse, New York, in the regional market, across from Destiny, USA. Best diner there is. Chocolate chip pancake picture I put up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and made myself desperately hungry. I still want to get chocolate chip pancakes from the Market Diner, so I owe them to myself within the next day or two. Go out and get the Dan Tortora special Belgian waffle cut in half, filled with a bacon, egg, and cheese omelet. It is... An amazing spin on a breakfast sandwich that you can get any time of the day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Monday through Friday and Saturday. And on Sunday, 
up until 2.30 p.m. So make sure that you do that. So we covered all the games of Papa Joe's picks. We'll take a step aside. We'll come back with my fantasy football advice for Thursday night football as you have the Bears take on the Packers in Wisconsin. Huge game coming up with implications of the NFC North. Not that Chicago's doing many things well, but they found a way to win a game recently against the Steelers. So they're 1-2 and two on the season. The Green Bay Packers, they've had their own blunders and their own concerns. They almost lost to Cincinnati, but they're 2-1 and one going into this game. So look at this. NFC North, right? You think the Packers are so much better than the Bears. Here's the thing. Packers are two and one. The Bears are one and two. If the Packers lose and the Bears win, they're both two and two, and the Bears are above the Packers because they beat them head to head. How crazy is that? You think the Bears are in level seven and the Packers are level two, yet if the Packers lose this game, they both have the same record and the Bears leapfrog the Packers in the NFC North. Big game implications in this one, folks. A lot going on here. We will discuss it in just a moment when we spin back around on this beautiful thing. Can't wait to speak with you in just a moment on Thursday Night Football. And we will also do the final piece of the show, which is Through the Looking Glass, proudly brought to you by Looking Glass Events. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Manja! Wake up call listeners. No, seriously. Eat up at Manja Italian Grill. Open six days a week, Tuesday through Sunday at 2 Oswego Street in Baldensville, right on the Seneca River. Every Thursday is game show night from 7 to 9 p.m. hosted by Dan Tortora with live music every weekend. Join us every Sunday for brunch at 10 a.m. And don't forget to try our famous Lobster Bloody Mary. Call us at 315-638-8500. For reservations, parties, and catering, or visit us at manjabeville.com. Hi, this is Domenico Vitali, owner of Giovanni's Formalware, where you look great and feel even better with our renowned tailoring and alteration services on any suit or any tuxedo from anywhere. Call 315-455-8729. That's 315-455-8729. Stop in locally on Route 11 in North Syracuse, next to the Ponderosa Plaza, where you can choose your style, get fitted, and tailored, all at Giovanni's Formalware. I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or hondacity-cny.com. Welcome back, Cha, to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Are you having a good day? Because I'm having a good day. Let's have a good day together. Let's make it happen. Listen, when you listen to this show, I want you to have fun. I want you to laugh. I want you to think. I want you to inform yourself, be informative, send some info back my way. Let's make it a conversation. Let's make it a partnership over radio. I love having this broadcast every Monday through Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. 
because it allows me to be a part of your week. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to do that. MixLR.com backslash wake up call DT. Twitter at call DT. Facebook at wake up call DT. Instagram at Dan Tortora Media. And of course, wakeupcalldt.com is your hub for everything, including youtube.com backslash wakeupcalldt. And the archive of all of the shows that you can listen to, 760 plus, are on wakeupcalldt.podbean.com backslash mobile. You can also listen to them all by going to wakeupcalldt.com, clicking on show archive, and it has 2017 all the way back to 2012 by month. So you click on September 2017 and all the shows that I broadcasted that I aired on the app, you can catch right there. And right here on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt, there's an archive that uploads the shows within 15 minutes of the show ending. So you can go back and listen to a show right after you, you listen to it live. Awesome, awesome things we get to do here with Wake Up Call with Dan Satora by the grace of God and a big thanks to the good grace of the big man upstairs. Much appreciated, God, and I thank you. In this portion of the show, probably brought to you by the morning menu, or probably brought to you by the Market Diner inside the morning menu, I should say, on 2100 Park Street in Syracuse, New York, in the regional market across from Destiny, USA, it is time to talk about Thursday night football. You know Fantasy Football Friday gets you set for every single Sunday and Monday game, but I will never skip the Thursday game. The Thursday game is important. So... With that being said, let's get into Thursday's matchup. Fantasy Football Friday will give you it all for week four. And today, we'll give you specifically the game tonight. So, we never miss a game by having Fantasy Football Friday for Sunday and Monday and Thursday Thursday advice for the Thursday night game. So, you will never miss an opportunity to catch up with what you need to know for Fantasy Football. And I thank you so much for tuning in. So, with that being said, let's get into the Bears at the Packers. This game might be better than you think it's going to be. It's in Green Bay, so that's a good thing for Green Bay. Like I said, if the Bears somehow win and the Packers somehow lose, the game they the teams will have the same record and the Bears will be above the Packers in the NFC North because they'll both be 2 and 2 and head to head, the advantage will go to the Bears. If the Packers win, they're 3 and 1. And the Bears will be 1-3. and three, And that changes things tremendously. So it's interesting what one game can do for you. Injury-wise, nothing to worry about with the Bears as far as the Packers go. To let you know about any injuries here, nothing to worry. I mean, it's all, it's all defensive and offensive tackle. There's three offensive tackles that are injured. Brian Balaga is doubtful with an ankle injury. David Bakhtiari is doubtful with a hamstring injury. Kyle Murphy is on injury reserve offensive tackle for the team. So just a lot of stuff happening on the offensive line for the team. Their long snapper is out. Their cornerback is out. One of their defensive tackles is questionable. So a lot going on for the Green Bay Packers that are not skill players, but could affect your skill players, especially on the offensive line. But Ty Montgomery is a beast. Who would I play in this game is the question you're going to ask me. Well, you can't go against Aaron Rodgers. Now, I have a team in one of my fantasy leagues brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub on 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. I have one of mine, Great House Special Wings. Great House Special. Go out and get them. And they're boneless. Oh, my God. I love wings, but I'm, like, scarily obsessed with boneless wings. Okay? It's a problem, but I'm okay with it because it's 
because it's boneless wings, okay? I'm not going out there eating rats and stuff, okay? I get boneless wings. I love it. It's a good habit to have boneless, oh my God, boneless wings with the, like the, the white meat and you cut into it and the house special and the wildcat and your mouth starts to water and you got to go there, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York, head out to the wildcat. So, so good. Who would I play in this game? Well, in one of my leagues, I have Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. This, so that's tough, right? It's a really, really tough situation for me to be in. Now, New Orleans is playing at Miami. And Miami just got spanked by the Jets, so they're going to be pissed, and they're at home. So, it's a, you know, it's a tough call. But how do you go against Aaron Rodgers? So, I would say play Aaron Rodgers. I have a dilemma because I have Rodgers and Brees, but play Aaron Rodgers in this game if you have Aaron Rodgers and you don't have Drew Brees and you don't have the... I love that. Ectocores said, stop, I'm starving. That is the point, Ectocores. My job is to be on this radio and give you the good news. And the good news is there's boneless wings at the Wildcat, and they're delectable and amazing and wonderful, and there's barbecue, and there's mild, and there's house special, and you, you just lose your mind, okay? It's so good. Boneless wings, okay? If I was ever on death row, which I... Pray to Jesus I would never be. <laughs> but if I was ever on death row, I'm not a bad person. But if I was ever on death row, I would need to have boneless wings. Okay? And if you got the Wildcat House special, drizzle that on there for me. So, birthday present. That's all I'm saying. So, Ectocores, if you're starving, then you better, while you're listening to the show, hop in the car. It's lunchtime. Almost lunchtime. Head over and get yourself some boneless house special wings from the Wildcat. I would play Aaron Rodgers in this game. I would also play Ty Montgomery. I would look at picking up and playing Geronimo Allison, who's really come up in the last couple weeks. Now, Devontae Adams and Jordy Nelson have both been playing, yet Geronimo Allison has been able to step up and do some big things. Jordy got two touchdowns, came into the game questionable, but only at 52 yards. Geronimo Allison had 122 yards and was targeted one less time than Jordy Nelson and two more times than Devontae Adams. So Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, Geronimo Allison, all worth the play in this game because Chicago's defense isn't that great. Chicago, Jordan Howard, and Tariq Cohen, at this point, I would suggest that you play them both. They were the top two rushers and the top two receivers for Chicago. There's really nobody else out there. That's what I would say for this game. We're going to take a quick step aside, see very quick for Thursday night. Jordan Howard, Tariq Cohen for Chicago. Green Bay side, I don't trust their defense. Even though they're playing Chicago, I don't trust Green Bay's defense. And they got injuries all over the place. But Ty Montgomery, Aaron Rodgers, Geronimo Allison, Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams. It's hard to go against any of these guys in fantasy. In reality, Chicago has got a shot to win this game. So, just... And I know everybody's got a chance if you show up. I get that. But I'm saying, like, really? Chicago could be somewhat dangerous in this one. We'll take a step aside, and we'll finish off the show with Through the Looking Glass, proudly brought to you by Looking Glass Events. This is a wake-up call. Fast break. Hi, this is Kira from Looking Glass Events, where we're always giving you a reason to celebrate. Whether you have a small business, large business, personal event, or wedding, we are available to plan and coordinate your dream event to life. Every detail, every step, Looking Glass Events is working with you all the way. Call us at 315 315- 
315-702-4653. That's 315-702-4653. Or contact us through our website, lgweddingsandevents.com. Looking Glass Events, giving you a reason to celebrate. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on Wake Up Call DT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. Taking a deeper look at a trending topic coming off of what you just heard from Looking Glass Events. This is brought to you by Looking Glass Events. Deeper look at a trending topic signature segment brought to you by Looking Glass Events. If you're planning an event this year, next year, five years from now, you're planning on getting married at some point, you're planning on having a baby and want to have a party for that, you're planning a reunion, you're planning a get-together, you're planning a welcome home for somebody in the military, you're planning something for your mom or dad, an anniversary party, anything you have going on. You You want to have a big party outside with all your football buddies, whatever it may be. If you want to plan it the right way, you go to Looking Glass Events. And who the heck would want to plan an event the wrong way? 315-702-4653. That's 315-702-4653. Kira Wasserbeck, pardon me, <clears throat> Kira Wasserbeck, lost my voice for a second. Kira Wasserbeck, call her up right now, 315-702-4653. Call up Kira, let her know the Dan Tortora sent you, and she will help you on, on the road to planning your event. She is not some... And the thing is, there's event planners that just put all their stuff on you. This is what you should do because I would do it. This is what you should do because I would do it. I would do this and I would do that. And they try to make it their event. That's not Kira. Kira says, what do you want to do? Plans it out with you and tries to find the best way to make it all happen for you. She's looking out for you. That's what Kira does. Or else... I wouldn't be promoting her on the show. 315-702-4653. When I put my stamp of approval on somebody, that that holds weight. My listeners know that. Call up Kira, 315-702-4653. Even if you don't have an event right now and you just want to get information, call her up, let her know Dan Tatora sent you. Hey, Kira, heard this on Wake Up Call. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you do? Because my wife and I, my friend and I, I, my business, whatever. 315-702-4653. Call up Kara Wasserback and let her know that Dan Tortora sent you over here, and I appreciate it very much. Deeper look at a trending topic, rookie quarterback Deshaun Watson takes his money and sends it to those affected by Hurricane Harvey. Deshaun Watson donated his first game check to three cafeteria workers affected by Hurricane Harvey. Watson said, quote, for what you all do for us every day and never complain, I really appreciate you all. So I wanted to give my first game check to y'all to help y'all out in some type of way. Hopefully that's good and that you can get and that can get you back on your feet. And anything else y'all need, I'm always here to help. Watson's making $465,000 in base salary on his rookie deal, making his game check $27,353. $27,353 he just donated to three cafeteria workers. I seriously have tears in my eyes right now. I don't know if you can hear that over the air, but I ser- like normally you can. I seriously, I have tears in my eyes right now. 
Deshaun Watson, former Clemson quarterback, who I got to cover at Clemson. And it was an honor. Absolute honor to cover him at Clemson. And beyond. Because inevitably, we'll cross paths someday again. I mean, they play the Jaguars twice a year, and it's my ninth year covering the Jaguars, so there's that. But there'll be other times as well, I'm sure. God is good. God is great. Watson, $465,000 in base salary on his rookie deal. His game check was twenty-seven. Once again, $27,353. He donated that money to three cafeteria workers who were affected by Hurricane Harvey. J.J. Watt has raised over $30 million for his relief efforts for the Houston area after Hurricane Harvey. The Houston Texans have responded out of the goodness of their heart. Have done this is not this is not a team thing. This is not a mandate from the NFL. This is not a you gotta. It's none of that. This is individuals wanting to help out of the goodness of their heart. Individuals wanting to help out of the goodness of their heart. Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt, between the two of them, over $30 million has been given to the Houston area to help them in their efforts after being affected by Hurricane Harvey and the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey. I am more than elated. I am more than thankful. I am more than appreciative of both of these gentlemen. I don't live in Houston. I don't have to. I've been to Houston more than once. I want to thank the city of Houston for how good you have been to me. I want to thank the city of Houston for everything you did for the Final Four. I want to thank the city of Houston for... Just opening your doors and being so kind. TDECU Stadium for the first ever American Athletic Conference Championship game that I went down to for Temple in Houston. I really honestly cannot thank the city of Houston enough for their hospitality. And even if I didn't know anybody in the city of Houston, darn it, are we not all together? Are we not all people that love each other? Are we not all one are we not all united okay hurricane harvey people need our help people need our help in in texas people need our help in florida people need our help in georgia people need our help in the carolinas people need our help in puerto rico people need our help in puerto rico they're a territory of the united states of america if they were nothing to america we should help them they're a territory of america they're not a state but they're with us, okay? The government doesn't do enough for anybody. Let's not mince words. They don't do enough for anybody. They don't do enough for anybody. The only thing that should be on the mind of Congress, the president, everyone in Washington, D.C., the only thing that should be on their mind right now, the only thing that should be on their mind right now that is precedent to everything else, it's not Kim Jong-un. This man's been... Crazy for God knows how many years. His father was crazy. His grandfather, everybody was crazy. Okay, they're all crazy. Okay, that's the notion. They're all insane. They're fighting a war that doesn't exist. Okay, 
because they're crazy and they're bored and they need something to do. So that's going on over there. We don't need to continue to light firecrackers under the under the butt of a madman. What we need to do is we need to help Puerto Rico. We need to help Texas. We need to help Florida. We need to help Georgia. We need to help the Carolinas. We need to do this. We have to do this. We have to help Flint, Michigan. I just read something last night that 80% of the population is black, and it's like, well, it makes sense why the government's doing nothing. These people have sick water. The water is not safe for them to drink. It happened four years ago, and Flint, Michigan is still not better. New Orleans was affected by Hurricane Katrina eight months later when I went down it looked awful a year after that it looked like nothing had changed if the government's not going to do it we have to do it we have to do it and what should take precedence right now over everything is the safety security and the picking up of the people that were knocked down by hurricanes and by natural disasters we have to be there for Puerto Rico. We have to be there for Florida. We have to be there for Texas. And damn it, we need to be there for Cuba. We need to be there for these countries. Why are we fighting with countries? The Cuban Missile Crisis took place during John F. Kennedy's time. Do you know how many presidents have been around since John F. Kennedy? L.B. Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, now Trump. There's a lot of presidents that have been around since John F. Kennedy. What has Cuba done to us lately besides send us Elian Gonzalez and then take him back? What have they, What has happened? Conan O'Brien went down there. He didn't die. What's happened? We have to care. We have to, have to, have to care. I shouldn't have to beg you to care. Just do it. Just do it. And I, you know, I got to put my money where my mouth is and do my part and help where I can help. These people need us. And shout out to Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt and everybody that's doing what they're doing to help in the relief efforts. God bless you and thank you, Deshaun Watson. Thank you, J.J. Watt. I'm bringing you up today because God bless you. Much love to you. And nothing nothing short of tremendous appreciation for you taking money out of your own pocket taking time out of your own schedule and doing what you can do during the nfl season and all the stuff's going on and oh i'm busy and jj watt over 30 million dollars deshaun watson gave his first game check the first check he got from the houston texans first game check he got from the houston texans here you go i don't need it i love how he said hopefully this is good hopefully that's good with you that i could give you this So a deeper look at a trending topic, there are people giving back to the community. There are people helping during Hurricane Harvey. There are people helping during Hurricane Irma. There are people helping Puerto Rico. There are people helping all over. Continue to do it. Continue to help. Let me know how I can help you, and I'll let you know how you can help me. Let's help each other. Deshaun Watson, big props and thank you, and God bless you. Same to J.J. Watt. Appreciate it very much. There, you know, I know Kira is an amazing woman and an amazing business owner. And I know that she trusts me every week to, to take a deeper look at a trending topic. And she doesn't tell me what to choose. She trusts me that I will choose something good and choose something right 
and choose something that she would be happy with. And I know that I'm confident that there's nothing she'd be more happy to hear than me calling her up today and saying, hey, your segment, A Deeper Look at a Trending Topic, Through the Looking Glass today was about giving back for Hurricane Harvey. So thank you, Deshaun Watson. Thank you, J.J. Watt. And thank you to Kira Wasserback. And make sure that you call her at 315-702-4653 for any event planning that you have going on. Call for a friend. Call for you. Call for a school, your business, whatever. Call just to get information. 315-702-4653. A deeper look at a trending topic. And none more important or more vital right now than helping out our brothers and sisters that need it most. So do what you can. Tomorrow's show, Friday morning, September 29th, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, right here on MixLR.com backslash DT. 9 a.m. Eastern Time, annoying moment of the week. You know that's going to be about the NCAA and the FBI, so be prepared for that. 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time, sound bites of the week. Dino Babers, as well as other coaches around the ACC, and Dave Doran on the other side of Syracuse's matchup. So, Syracuse at NC State, Saturday at 12.20 p.m. Eastern Time. You're going to hear from Babers and Doran in that matchup in their direct responses to my questions. Their sound bites from my questions air tomorrow for Syracuse at NC State to get you pumped for the game, as well as other teams in the ACC and other coaches. Shout out to the ACC and the teleconference and Mike Finn and everybody for allowing the opportunity to speak with the ACC coaches each week. And, of course, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Fantasy Football Friday, giving you all the vi- all the advice we got for Week 4 Sunday and Monday matchup games. God bless you. Be well. Have a great day. Be good to one another. Know that the strongest person is right inside of you. God bless you. Have a great day. Be good to each other. And I will talk with you in the morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. In the meantime, please do yourself a favor and come out tonight to live game show night. We're going to have a lot of fun. We always do. It's Family Feud meets Pictionary. There's nothing like it ever been done in Central and Upstate New York, to my knowledge, and we are about to make history with this. We're doing it every week on Thursdays at 7 p.m. at Manja Italian Grill, which is becoming Muddy Waters again, which I cannot be more ecstatic about it, speaking of the South and Louisiana. To Oswego Street, Village of Baldwinsville, right on the Seneca River. Meet us there tonight at 7 p.m. and play game show night. And I'll be hosting it for you. So I'll be doing my my best Seacrest, as I always like to joke around. I'll see you tonight. God bless you all, and have a great day.